ladies and gentlemen, you are tuned in to the one and only Unapologetic Review with your host, Cash Banks, and the one and only Black Caesar. You know what time it is. The Unapologetic Review. Starts now. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Unapologetic Review. And this week we got a special show for you. It is episode 8 and it is entitled Game, Set, Match. (laughs) You already know what we're about to do. You got the one and only Cash Banks in the building, and I got my right-hand man. Black Caesar, man. What's good? What's good? Black Caesar. It's been a great week, man. It's been a lovely week so far, (laughs) man. It's been very lovely. Listen, man. A lot of people are waiting for this episode. Yeah, man. For many reasons. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, first of all, let's pay our respects to the obvious. And it's no better way to do it than to do it like this. I was born by the river In a little tent mm-hmm. Like the river I've been running mm-hmm. Running ever since It's been a long But I know change gonna come. Oh, yes, it will. It's been too hard living, but I'm afraid to die. I don't know what's up there. Ladies and gentlemen, listen, listen, listen. (laughs) (laughs) Let's make this clear. Congratulations to the number 46 president of the United States of America, Joe Biden. Listen, 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 listen. (laughs) It's been a crazy week. We've seen the good, the bad, and we've seen the ugly. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a crazy week. We've had Donald Trump to accuse the Democrats of stealing the election. Uh, He's even said that we've used people that are deceased and registered them to vote. (laughs) I've heard a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard a couple myself. But guess what? One thing is for certain. Joe Biden is the new president-elect. True. 
That's true, man. Black season, listen, man. It's been crazy because you can see the temperature of everybody right now has changed. Yeah, yeah. Some people are pissed off. Yep. Uh, some people are excited. True. Some people are hopeful. Mm-hmm. And then some people are not sure how to feel. Now, listen. However you feel, it doesn't matter. You have the right to feel that way. But let's get one thing clear. This race was not about blue or red. True. This race was not about Democratic or Republican. Agreed. (laughs) This race was about bringing America back to some type of decency. Because right now in the world, let's be honest, America is being laughed at by all the other countries. You know, this remind me of um, Dark Knight, the one Heath Ledger played in, where he was Joker. Absolutely. Um, in the sense of, it wasn't a fight between Batman and Joker. That was Joker's game plan. You know, right, he, right, he right. used Harvey Dent to do kind of his dirty work to be that guy uh-huh. that kind of, you know, ruined Gotham's soul, so to speak. And in a sense of, he took a good person, brought him down. You know, without all the complicatedness to it, just the fact right. of, it kind of felt like it was almost... It was almost the most parallel. I mean, the most parallel example of literally good versus bad. Right, right. That I right. could ever imagine in politics, because Absolutely. like you said, it wasn't really a political thing. It no. wasn't like if you're just Democrat, I'm voting Democrat. I'm Republican for Republican. You really had to look at this like, are we going to keep following the guy and Trump? Who, I mean, let's just face it, has to be at least the worst communicator absolutely as a president the worst i want to say the dumbest because <laughs> he, he might even have bush like george w bush he might even have him but it, it was really like it, it was it was weird because yeah, you know at the it, end of the day listen it's the ending of an era that was very dark yeah yeah exactly yeah and it's the beginning of an era that represents a lot of hope There's the difference. It's night and day. On one side, for the last four years, we've seen some of the lowest times in the history of this world. Yeah. Currently, right now, we're still facing a pandemic. Indeed. And right now, we're still fighting racism. Now, the racism that we see is probably at the height, the highest it's probably ever been since our ancestors were here. and. To be able to think that, you know, it has become okay, it has become sociable to voice how you feel another race is looked at and what you don't like about it is a very scary thing. Because there are kids that are looking at this moment that need to be able to say, hey, look, no matter what I do, no matter the color of my skin, Mm -hmm. no matter how much I am financially able to choose the institution I want to go to school at or whatever the case, I might not have what Tom has, or I might not have what Sarah has. I still have the right to have a chance. Indeed. Yeah. And listen, this week, Trump stepped out. Trump said, Hey, look, man, as I mean, he didn't even wait till the election was over. He said, look, there's cheating. Yeah. There's this (laughs) going on. And he kind of, made it seem like everything he predicted 
if you look back at it now, he tried to make it look like he was Nostradamus. Yeah, like he, I told you what was going to happen. Right, right. He said happen. it a couple months ago. And ladies and gentlemen, you don't have to believe me. One thing, we're unapologetic 24-7, 365 for a reason. If you don't believe me, go ahead and take a listen to this. Good evening. I'd like to provide the American people with an update on our efforts to protect the integrity of our very important 2020 election. If you count the legal votes, I easily win. If you count the illegal votes, they can try to steal the election from us. If you count the votes that came in late, we're looking at them very strongly. But a lot of votes came in late. I've already decisively won many critical states, including massive victories in Florida, Iowa, Indiana, Ohio. To name just a few, we won these and many other victories despite historic election interference from big media, big money, and big tech. As everybody saw, we won by historic numbers. And the pollsters got it knowingly wrong. They got it knowingly wrong. We had polls that were so ridiculous, and everybody knew it at the time. There was no blue wave that they predicted. They thought there was going to be a big blue wave. That was false. That was done for suppression reasons. But instead, there was a big red wave. And it's been properly acknowledged, actually, by the media. They were, I think, very impressed. But that was after the fact. That doesn't do us any good. We kept the Senate, despite having twice as many seats to defend as Democrats, and in a really uh, much more competitive states. We've uh, we did a fantastic job with the Senate. I think we're very proud of what's happened there. We had many more seats to defend. They spent almost $200 million on Senate races in South Carolina and Kentucky alone, two races, and hundreds of millions of dollars overall against us. At the national level, our opponents' major donors were Wall Street bankers and special interests. Our major donors were police officers, farmers, everyday citizens. Yet for the first time ever, we lost zero races in the House. Ladies and gentlemen, listen. Let's be clear. There is a way to actually win, and there is a way to lose. What you just heard was a man that knows how to do only one. As long as he's up and the scoreboard reflects his favor, he can give you the lights, the glamour, mm -hmm. the speeches that sound immaculate. Because let's be clear, he's very famous for saying, We've never seen something like this before. Historic. This is historic. The, the bestest, the <laughs> mostest, the greatest. It's the... unprecedented. It's unprecedented. <laughs> unprecedented. <laughs> you know, like, like he, yeah. he makes it seem like whatever he does is immaculate. All the time. It is spotless. Mr. Clean, it's, put the elbow yeah, no grease flaws, in. There yeah. is no flaws. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we just heard for the first time in the democratic democracy, in the Republican democracy, the most unhumble loser of all time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but <laughs> that's what Trump is. And he know the playbook, man, because it's almost like I'm going to tell somebody something. And then when it happens, right. I'm going to look like. Yeah, I he laid the dude. foundation. I mean, listen, and um, it's. It's not, it's no surprise that he not lost. And um, it's no surprise 
that he lost this way. If you look at um, Bernie Sanders had a statement about this and he explained, you know, Democrats do more mail-in balloting. Um, that's just how it goes. Don't know why. So it was no surprise that, um, you know, Joe won the way he won. I saw a lot of maps. If you look at like a lot of major cities, things like that. Right. I'm right, sure right. more mail-in ballots have come from a major city. If you you live in a town where it's 500 people, you don't yeah. need mail-in ballots. We'll take our ass to the poll. So, I mean, listen. I mean, you know. It's it's common sense. At some point, you you look at it and you're like, you're like, wow. Like, this is the guy that had the, like, for the past four years. He led the country. You know, he led us into a dark abyss. There's no other way to look at it. He gave us no sense of protection as a, a united front. He gave us no type of role model example to say, hey, look, my president is showing me a path that is going to make me realize that as an American, I have an opportunity not only to be great, but to represent this great country. Mm-hmm. He gave us none of those things in four years. He gave us nothing but questions, concerns, whys, angers. And at the end of the day, the first thing he could say was, hey, look, I laid out the blueprint. I told you guys I wasn't going to win because this was it. And the irony of that is he told his people not to vote by mail. You told him, hey, look, I don't trust the mailing system. Don't do the by mail. Do it in person. Do it in person, yeah. So when the numbers started coming out, and he said vote by mail was going to produce all this fraud. Once he said that, you kind of set the table for your own, you know, for his own destruction. In case, just in case. Right. Well, what I think, what I want to happen doesn't happen. I got a little back door to let them know, well, see, I told you. You know what it sounds like to me? It sounds like this. It sounds like he had a, a bug somewhere in there and they told him ahead of time look the coronavirus George Floyd Breonna Taylor Mm -hmm. right now it doesn't look good for you because not only have these things happened on your watch your response to these situations has been horrible but you know what the the crazy part about it is you gotta you know the old saying says you have to play the game to the end to see how it finishes on Saturday we got to see how it finishes because they say behind every dark day there is sunlight somewhere somewhere yeah it can't stay gray all day Uh, not all the time mm -mm. and the greatness about this is we got to witness something historic we got to witness a moment where I would like to say probably the pendulum is shifted. And it shifted in the form of a vice president, former vice president of Obama, who was a part of that greatness. And he got an opportunity to become historically the most voted for president in the United States of America ever in history. Mm -hmm. And when he got his victory speech, he didn't take shots at Trump. Nope. Instead, he did the opposite. And 
instead of telling you, this is exactly what Joe Biden did at his victory speech. To all those of you who volunteered and worked the polls in the middle of this pandemic, local elected officials, you deserve a special thanks from the entire nation. And to my campaign team and all the volunteers and all who gave so much of themselves to make this moment possible, I owe you, I owe you, I owe you everything. And to all those who supported us, I'm proud of the campaign we built and ran. I'm proud of the coalition we put together, the broadest and most diverse coalition in history, Democrats, Republicans, independents, progressives, moderates, conservatives, young, old, urban, suburban, rural, gay, straight, transgender, white, Latino, Asian, Native American. I mean it, especially those moments, and especially those moments where this campaign was at its lowest ebb. The African-American community stood up again for me. You've always had my back, and I'll have yours. I said at the outset, I wanted to represent this campaign to represent and look like America. We've done that. Now that's what I want the administration to look like and act like. For all those of you who voted for President Trump, I understand the disappointment tonight. I've lost a couple times myself. But now, let's give each other a chance. Ladies and gentlemen, listen. It's not too much de- to de- like actually debate when you hear Joe Biden's speech. It's not much to even try to decipher. You don't have to put a magnifying glass up to it and say, hey, look, let me break that down and see what he was actually saying. It's right there in front of your face. Did you hear actually what he said? about the African-American. Um, he did come in with Obama. So I believe he probably means that from the bottom of his heart because as you were mentioning, um, I believe off air, we were talking about it. During this COVID time, these started with George Floyd, I believe. That was the first major one during the COVID. That really, because I think that's the one that set off Minnesota, wasn't it? Was it George Floyd? Yeah, George yeah, Floyd. Yeah, it was the George Floyd. That set off Minnesota, okay. Ever since then, it does seem like the African-American voice has grown exponentially. I was playing Madden, and Madden even has a Black Lives Matter tab that just popped up. You know yeah, what I'm saying? It's, like it's, it's the same thing for uh, NBA 2K. It's the same thing. Hell, the like NBA they, playoffs. Yeah. So it's like he is he is absolutely right in that fact that African Americans, this the voice for the last year or so has been very strong in that community. So the fact that he gave essentially that community that credit, I believe is big because he's showing, listen, I'm everybody's president. There's nothing wrong with acknowledging. The fact that there are some individuals who stood out. I, I can be for the white man and point out that this Latino man did a great job. Hell, I can be for the black man and point out that this white man did a great job. At the end of the day, we're all together. We're all unified. And that whole speech, as you're saying, if you can't hear 
the difference in just the speeches, just the way they're taught. Forget their policies, forget their life. Just listen to how they address people. That's the biggest thing we lost from Obama to Trump. Not saying Joe is Obama, is Obama, but you you saw how with Trump we lost that 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 kind of feeling of this man is with everybody. Joe is bringing that back. Listen, man, he he represents. I, I was watching a CNN broadcast after he gave that speech, and um, Don Lemon was in tears because he said it seemed like so much weight had been lifted off his back. And I'm going to say this, man. The moment that they announced that he was the next president, it felt like somebody removed a tumor from my appendix. <laughs> like, like I'm, you know, very strong analogy. Yeah. I Listen, people woke up this morning. They looked at, they looked at life. They looked outside. They looked at their loved ones in a different way than they've looked at them in four years. You know what that was? That was hope. That was a moment where you got up. You weren't thinking about like, hey, what did Trump do today? What did Trump say today? I will tell you what it was. It was it didn't matter what he had to say. It didn't matter what he did. That's how everybody woke up today. Because for the last four years, everything he said, he's done. You you've been you've had to pay attention to. I mean, you've been on the edge yeah. because you didn't know what he did. What honestly, he said. honestly, still don't. But I mean, listen, you still don't. We still have two and a half to three months to get through until public storage shows up outside the White House. Until you get 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 you your stuff, that hairpiece. All three of y'all, <laughs> all three of y'all, you ain't got to go home. <laughs> but you got to get the hell up out of here. Yeah, listen, man. Listening to that speech, what I got from it was this. That man named almost every community that you could name that makes up the world. Mm -hmm. He talked about the transgenders, the gays, Latinos, African-Americans, whites, Jews, Catholics. He said everything but bears, lions, tigers, and (laughs) everything else that you can think of. Like He really said basically, look, listen. At the end of that speech, he said he wanted to remove the, the, he used the word, he said, the demonic presence, like the demon. He wanted to undemonize the mindset that had been created in America. And when I heard him say that, I was like, wow. I was like, wow. Like, yeah, he gets it. Like, there is more brainwashing right now from the current campaign than what TV could have ever done. In a million years. Listen, Trump used his words as a motivator to... An agitator. The agitator to weaponize that whatever bigotry, racism, whatever feeling you had that his base had, whatever it was, he knew how to use his words to weaponize that. And like Joe said, that demon, you know, that part, that's what it feels like. It feels like if, if, if nothing has changed over the past 24 hours since we've been confirmed him, like you said, it's been that feeling. It's been that feeling of like, look, just like the song says in the beginning, it's been a long time coming. It feels, yeah. In four years, we feel like we've seen at least 100 years of oppression. Yeah, yeah. There's no other yeah. way to put it. Like in four years, he did 20 years damage. 
And depending on what side you were on, Joe Biden said one thing. He said, I'm not the red president. I'm not the blue president. I don't want to be the Republican or the Democratic president. I am the president for the people. You know how important that is. He said, no matter if you voted for me or you didn't vote for me, I'm going to go just as hard for you. Yeah. Right now in the streets, there are two different people that are outside celebrating. There are people celebrating on one side saying the commander in chief temporarily is going to challenge the votes and we're going to get another shot at it. Some of them praying. And then on the other side, there are people actually celebrating saying, thank God never would have made it. Literally. <laughs> literally. Yeah. 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 It's it like a whole Marvin Sapp session. out there. <laughs> Listen, man, however you look at it, let's make this clear. The unapologetic review. We don't run from any subject. We talk about it. We keep it real. And we let you know how we see it. Let's get this understood. America is not America if it doesn't have diversity. America is not America so true. if your opinion doesn't count just as much as mine. Mm-hmm. America is not America if only one type of race or people or party are allowed to flourish. So I said I would make it real interesting for the listeners today. The next time that you want to be American, you want to be patriotic, I want you to imagine this for a moment. If George Washington, if Abraham Lincoln, if Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, whoever you want to give an example of, if you want to be patriotic, don't think that what you stand for is more important than the person that stands next to you. Okay, that's a good one. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I Mm -hmm. want people to understand that if you want to create the cure for cancer and on the other side, there's a person that wants to go to the moon and on the other side, there's a person that says, I want to create the dopest pair of shoes that anybody's ever seen. The magnitude of the difference each person can make doesn't mean that each idea is not just as important. Exactly. That's a very good point. So I want people to understand you all matter. And the voices spoke up this time around. True. America showed the world that, hey, we're not going to put it in your hands anymore. Yeah. This is the country of the free, the brave and the proud. That's what the uh, the army commercials say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's what they always say. But guess what? This time around, we actually showed you. That's what it is. Man, you, you got to understand, I was um, I was thinking about this earlier in the sense of, you know, you live your life. You live your life. You live your life through your eyes, through your eyeballs. And like you said, what's important to you may not be the same thing that's important to that other person, but you can't Absolutely. never tell that person their drive, their will, their want, their desire, their heart, their mind. You can't tell them that's not worth the same thing that you want in your life. Exactly. And and like you said, America essentially, I mean, I remember growing up, the big, the melting pot, I think it was like Schoolhouse Rock, America's melting pot, y'all. That's what we are. If you go to Chinese, I can give you a stereotypical depiction of what a Chinese person looked like. Absolutely. If I went to Italian, I mean, uh, Italy, 
Hell, if I went to Australia, I went to Alaska, you give me your depiction of your typical American. You can't. You, it's so many of us in here, so many diverse. We are America's melting pot. And at the end of the day, Donald Trump for four years, call it what you want. He had one picture of America. <laughs> and he was able to get his supporters to support it. And they ran off of it and they won. Joe. Listen, and, I, and I'll and i be honest with you. I don't know who was the best Democratic candidate. I think they all were better than Trump. But Joe got in, and Joe came in with a, with a clear picture in the sense of, man, listen, yeah, I, I, you know, Obama's my boy. I'm going to ride off his coattails. But essentially, if you listen to this man talk, he still seems like a person who got the point, who got the picture. I mean, he he represents, he comes from a time in America where we had a president under Obama at that time that came in and he told you on election night, I still remember. He said, look, I'm the president of the people. Mm -hmm. But he also said, listen, I know I'm the first African-American president, but that doesn't mean that every decision that I make, you're necessarily going to like, mm -hmm. but just know behind every decision that I can try to make, it is in everybody's best benefit that I'm making it. That's the difference between a dictatorship mm -hmm. and a leader. And a leader, yeah. Yeah, and, and like you said, <laughs> Trump Trump is not a leader. Trump is a guy, listen, if you give him the right, listen, Trump is a fast talker. If you give him the right pieces to move around quickly, oh, he'll throw something together. I give him that. But do you think he's really had a long-term long plan? Think about on his election day. Think about what he ran on. The wall, lock Hillary up. All these things that take time to health care. I mean, nothing. Hell, I mean, hell, he even had, listen, you know, there's been a lot of things that, you know, transpired within this campaign that we've seen happen in front of our eyes. And we've all been sitting there like, wow, you know, this is on live TV. This has <laughs> happened in front of the whole world. And the crazy part is I saw some of the reactions from the countries around the world. Yeah, yeah. And here's here, here's the funny part about it. Um, I think it was actually, um, I think if I'm not mistaken, I think it was Britain or Russia. And they were like, hey, look, welcome back, America. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, it says, it, says, it says it for itself. I mean, first of all, social media <laughs> is getting real savage because now you have nations but I but, mean, listen, but can you argue with that response? Listen, He's saying, welcome video, back, America. There was a video, um, not sure, this year, last year, with some of the foreign leaders. I think we talked about, you know, when foreign leaders get together, they talk in English. That's how, that's how powerful America is. Anyway, they're talking, and it seems like they're laughing at Trump. And essentially, that's what it felt like for four years. It felt like we were sending that guy into a room to make us look bad. I mean, listen, no, 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 no. We, we weren't sending him. He was well, elected, well, and unfortunately, well, he was the representative. Through the democratic process. Right, right. He, yeah, he, we, he, he we was volunteered the, him. Yeah, he was, yeah, yeah like, because, listen, whatever room he goes into, I mean, sometimes you could see over his presidency when he's sitting next to these leaders. And they don't even look like they want to be in the bruh, same room with him. They're, they're, they're looking at us like, you got the you got the game show host guy in the, in the room with me right now. <laughs> Bro, 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 that's like... And, and listen, that's the way this presidency has went. It has went, went yeah. like a game show. And the bad part about it is it has cost so many lives. Yeah. And the, the, yeah. the crazy part is no matter what side you voted, it affected both sides. 
the people dying in the hospital right now for the coronavirus, they're not just black. They're not just white. They're not just Chinese. They're not just Latino. Last time I checked, it is affecting the whole world. Man, remember when Trump when Trump had that message about Latinos and that dude went down in Texas? It's like, what, what had to be seen in these last four years for his supporters to see? He speaks ignorance and bigotry and violence into existence. Yeah, you might not have liked Obama because he was black. I, what I don't know, part Muslim, whatever, whatever he was, I'm not sure. But outside, but as a person, you want to call him a terrorist? Name something he said. Listen, that I, has been even s- semi-violent. Listen, Trump. Listen, they they went as far as I think outside one of the uh, the voting polls in uh, Pennsylvania, they had an SUV with a man that was apprehended and through tips, he was arrested. They found, I think, three to four guns on the inside. It's still unclear why he was parked out of a voting precinct. But me and you talked about something, and I think this will put it in a great perspective for everybody. During the counting of the voting in Arizona, there were two to 300 people gathered outside the precinct where they were counting votes. Arizona is a open carry state. Okay. Now, being an open carry state, what that means is you have the right to walk with your weapon and visible appearance in public. That means that you don't need to be able to conceal it to where the person next to you can't see it. Can't see it. Okay, but now on live TV, on CNN, and on Fox Network, they showed pictures of these people protesting, heavenly armed, not little BB guns. We're talking ARs, shotguns. Now. Artillery. Artillery. Like they were going to a civil war. Mm -hmm. Now, I asked a question, and we talked about this. If you change the skin color of those people outside that are heavenly armed in a open carry state are the rules the same is it still freedom of speech is it just their right to protest and i challenge anybody at home right now listening to this podcast to even remotely tell me that it would be the same if 300 black panthers came down your street with artillery and heavenly armed right now right now and you tell me in an open carry state would it be viewed the same What's going to happen if 300 (laughs) niggas went down the street with weapons? (laughs) I mean, we know the answer to it. America, don't worry about it. You don't Don't have to answer it. it. (laughs) We're just going to let that one. We'll just say this. The statistics speak for themselves. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Biden, once again, the 46th president of the United States of America. A well-deserved campaign, a well-deserved victory for a person that we are counting on. Mm -hmm. Shots out to Kamala Harris. You know we were not going to give Joe all the praise when we also have another historic moment. The first African-American woman elected to a powerful seat, the second highest seat in the world. Yeah. 
Yo, man, that was let um, that sink in. Listen, that was like LeBron getting AD last season. <laughs> I mean, honestly, because listen, once once he grabbed her, I sat back and said, "Bro, that is a." I mean, listen, when Obama got Biden, no clue no who clue. Biden was. We, we listen. We didn't know from a right, you know, right at the moment. You know, our parents and. People before us, they they knew. Yeah, who they he knew was, him. Yeah, but, but the younger generation no at that clue. time, we, we just like we didn't know. We like, hey, look, that's the cool guy he hangs out with. I'm going to take his word for it. And guess what? Joe Obama said he was cool. Up. Listen, if he's cool with Obesey, he cool with us. He's and, cool with us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, back to um, uh, how to say her name was like Mrs. Harris. Mrs. Harris. Yeah, the vice president of the um, United States. Listen. He knew what he was saying when he mentioned that African American vote in the sense of that support they gave him because that pick he chose her. Listen, black girl magic, so to speak, has been very strong in this protest of police brutality. There has been a strong uh, uh, show out of black women, black mothers, black. You remember when we was in um school, you had the mothers against drunk driving. Mm-hmm. Women are very powerful. Right, 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 right. And this is big because you don't feel like this is somebody who got thrown a bone. Oh, no. no. It feels like she belongs. And to have her partner up with Joe and then I'm going to be real with you, it'd be hard to say she might not be more alike than Joe. African-American-wise, of course. I mean, listen, I, I don't know if I would say she's more liked. I would say this. She's probably more appreciate it right now because of the times that we're living in like you said right okay, now women women are very much a big part of almost every facet of life yeah. and they're finally getting mm-hmm. the respect that they fought for for so many years yeah. so i would say the timing of her being elected right now agree it agree. fits in perfectly like a perfect sunset like like, like let, let's think about this for like a AD moment. To, the, to the Lakers. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is the one-two matchup. Listen, Kamala Harris made sure before she got that call, because like Dion says, when you ball, you get that call. Before she got that call <laughs> to get in the White House, she made sure of one thing. She left the temporary senior Donald Trump a gift on her way out before she was moving in. She left him a gift. That gift was the form of making sure that that tax case that he's been avoiding, she made sure that that went through. Oh, word? Yeah. She made through, she made sure that through her hard work with the legislation in New York and New Jersey. Okay. That 10 to 15 years that he, uh, you know, secretly paid $750. She was on that board that actually made sure that uh, when he does get the public storage truck outside yeah. on January 21st mm-hmm. and those subpoenas start coming out, I'm kind of, you know, I'm kind of sure that the first one he'll be handed. Is that tax one? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. 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 He'll, he'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I was, yeah, yeah. I was definitely thinking, I was yeah, like, you know what? That tax one he going to get. Yeah. Like, listen, there's going to be a line and it's not going to be of supporters outside. It's going to be subpoenas. It's going to be like, like Uber Eats dropping yeah. off a, a yeah. buffet. Yeah, listen. <laughs> you know how you see people on the movies and they say, hey, look, uh, are you such and such? And they say, uh, <laughs> they say, uh, we want to verify you. He's probably going to say, I don't know who you're talking about. They're going to say, nope, we know who you are. 
you're the president. Well, you were the president, were the president five president. minutes yeah. ago. Yeah. This is for you. You've been served. You've been served. What is it, like a like a B2K movie? <laughs> Listen, man. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, we are ecstatic. It is a new day, yeah. like Pharrell would say. <laughs> it is a new day in America. It is a new day in your household and all across, across the world. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, congratulations to Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Now, we also have a show to do, but you know we had to pay our respects first. It has been a great week. We got a lot to talk about still. Ladies and gentlemen, we will be right back right after this commercial break. As always, the Unapologetic Review. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. The one and only unapologetic review. Ladies and gentlemen, listen. You already know. We keep it real. We keep it going. And we keep you in the knowing. Ladies and gentlemen, listen. Right now, before we get into the next topic, I need you to go ahead and hit that follow button. Follow us on Twitter at GoUnapologetic. You can also find us on IG at the unapologetic review ladies and gentlemen listen a lot going on in the news of course with the news of the presidential election some things are definitely going to continue to go up and that was the case for yg the infamous f donald trump song is currently right now ladies and gentlemen number one on itunes (laughs) <laughs> kudos <laughs> cool uh <laughs> hey man listen way to um way to hit the mark a couple years <laughs> listen man <laughs> hey good job man. for those of you that don't know the song is f donald trump and it's by yg featuring the late great yeah. nipsey hustle shots out to nipsey hustle man a phenomenal artist Ladies and gentlemen, that song is trending number one right now. And I got to tell you, 
I was on IG Live and I saw, man, I saw so many videos. People were just pulling up the Trump supporters at the light. <laughs> just like literally turning up the song. <laughs> and you see their reaction and it's almost like, like wait a minute, why are you doing this? <laughs> them people hurt, man. And the people are hurt right now. Listen, man. Shouts out to YG. Yeah. Definitely another talented artist and uh, definitely a West Coast representer to the fullest. Mm -hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, listen. Also in the news, man, we got to talk about this. This was kind of funny, man. We got Adrian Broner about billions, man. Man, listen. There was a uh, video clip that actually surfaced on the news and uh, A.B. was in court. He was testifying. A little backstory was there was an altercation that occurred in a club. Mm -hmm. And um, it involved him and a young lady. Mm -hmm. Now, instead of getting criminal charges, it was settled civilly. Essentially, yeah. Usually when you got money, that is the American way out. Yeah. <laughs> That's the patriot way. I got you. I got you. So, ladies and gentlemen, listen. AB was ordered to pay a settlement of 800,000 pesos. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, listen. Apparently, it looks like he might be behind on those payments. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not his lawyer. I'm also not a snitch. So I'm not going to assume why he hasn't been able to pay that. Mm -hmm. But I will say this. AB was recently in a court. And it didn't look too good because mm. video actually surfaced of A.B. in a courtroom. And he was testifying on why he was not able to make payments on it. And it didn't look too good. It didn't sound too good. Either. It didn't sound yeah, good. I, it didn't look good. It looked it really bad. And it sounded something a little bit like this. Um, I, I don't know what, what, what you guys want me to do. I'm answering the questions. I'm answering the questions. When I when I ask the that's all I did have on me. I don't have them. I got I got rich friends. I do. I got rich friends. I got wealthy friends that take care of me. Where's all the money coming from that you're flashing around on Instagram? Whose money is that? So you're on it. I asked you. It's 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 getting sent to me. I don't have who? Who's sending you money? My friends. They're sending you. Why would they send you money? Because I asked. If I need to play. listen, because listen, I I got a big heart. I got a big heart. I'll show you. I got a big heart. And when I when I did have money and everybody asked me for money, I gave it to them. And now that they see me, that I need help. If I, if I ask, I'll so tell us who's sending you money. My friends. I, I can ask Devontae Davis, Al Heyman. I can ask okay. Stephen Espinosa. I ask anybody. How are they sending you the money? These are the kinds of things Mr. Chandra is going to need to know. They sending it through. They sending it through, through the bank, and it's coming to, to my account. And I'm being directly it. deposited into your account. Yes. But yet none of that information was provided, to Mr. Chandra, was it? I don't, I don't know how to do this, but I can show I you. I thought you didn't have any financial statements. Ladies and gentlemen, if you ever heard a funeral backwards, <laughs> that actually would what it would sound like. Listen. <laughs> the listen, way not to handle something. Listen, man. Ugh. Shouts out to uh, the Cleveland.com. That's where we got it from. Um, listen, A.B., a, a once considered protege of Floyd Mayweather, Mr. 50 and 0. Ooh. I mean, man, that was brutal. That was, I don't think he had a game plan 
when he sat down. Listen, man, first of all, we know he didn't have a game plan. Per the video, he had no representation but himself. It seemed like he didn't even have a thought because he was he yeah. was throwing shit together like it was um like it was just leftovers in the fridge, bro. Like, no. Jesus Christ. I'm like, bro, what are you what are you talking? What are you talking about, dog? Like, listen, man, I listen. I was thinking about that Lloyd Banks song when he was testifying, my buddy, my buddy, wherever I go, he, you know what I mean? Like, I was sitting up there and I was like, listen, man, there are two things you should not do when you go before a judge. We're going to outline that real quick. It's yeah. going to take me less than 10 seconds. One, never represent yourself. True. <laughs> Unless it's a parking ticket yeah, or something yeah. really minor, you shouldn't even consider or fathom the thought of representing yourself. Nah. It, it, it just shouldn't happen, especially when you are financially able to find somebody that gets paid to do, to do this yeah. daily. Yeah. Now, number two, whenever you go to court and you are facing something like AB is facing, I'm not an attorney. Please, I am not accepting any inquiries. No legal representation? No, not at all. No. Nah. But just based on common sense, there is one other thing you should not do. I don't think the explanation being used because I have a big heart <laughs> would solve anything. <laughs> I was listening to him the entire time and I felt bad and I'm sitting up there and I'm like, A.B., like, you are a public figure by a long shot. You've been in front of the camera since your early teens. This is not your first question. This bro. is not your first deposition. Oh, man. This is not even your first interview. Hell, this might not even be your first, first court. court case. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just keeping it real. Man. Love A.B. I think he's a phenomenal fighter. But this is very, nah. very tragic because here's the thing. If you listen to the tone of the judge while she's asking him those questions, she basically is like, look, I'm going to keep letting you dig this hole a lot bigger. Because the thing is, you were already in quicksand but before now. you came in. Now you just basically opened Pandora's box and you can hear the attorney in the background like, well, sir, how are you? She's like, no, let him answer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, she's right. she's, she's like, no, let him keep digging. Let him yeah. keep digging. Let him digging. Don't help him. Just No, no, don't help him at all. Just let him keep digging. This is pretty entertaining. And the funny part of it was we listened to the whole thing, and, you know, there's the part where she's like, well, you're going to jail today. And he's like, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. Let me try this again. Bro, listen, I swear he damn near say, well, can I just pay it? Oh, you didn't do all that to say that, did you? Like you didn't you didn't come in there with an the argument of I don't have money. Right. So then say I'm going to jail. Fuck it, I got it. Listen, man. He also said, he said, look, I have a fight coming up in January. Which and she was like, Well, that, I hope it doesn't take that long for you to explain it because you would be going to jail today and you could still pay it in January. Listen, even though, even though you know he just stated in fact that wasn't going to help, if anything. I mean, man, listen. Like, there, that, there are certain people in the world. I remember uh, my early teens, man. I think every young man at one point wanted to be able to learn how to cut their own hair. Okay. All right. All right. 
you after a certain amount of times you're paying the barber you're, you're like, like man look man i see it. what he does i can do this man i'm gonna give myself an edge i'm gonna do this line it up mm-hmm. real nice you go to the store you're not going to invest exactly what your barber might have invested you go get the nicest pair of clippers at an economic price exactly you're like, this can't be too hard. I'm looking directly at the mirror. Mm-hmm. This is going to turn out so good. I'm going to be the talk of the town. I'm going to be fresh to death. I'll never have to go to a barber again. But <laughs> there's always a but. I did this one time. And when I say you could have played tic-tac-toe <laughs> on the patches that I had in my head, I wouldn't be lying. <laughs> Listen, it's 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 always bad. Listen, the front you might can line it up. When you get around to that, no, it back, went wrong. It went wrong. Okay, but when you get around to that back, it takes zen-like precision. Man, listen, no, to it, get that back right. Exactly, it takes. Listen, man, it, it takes a lot. Yeah. Listen, listen. This is when I learned. I think that week, uh, I think I wore a fitted cap and a do rag for about a week. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. And it was crazy because did you when go I, bald? Listen, I didn't go bald. I, luckily, the damage that was done was surface. So it wasn't like all the way deep. But I will say this. The appointment that I got from my barber, I waited to be the last person. Oh, you're, yeah, you're. And no, I told yeah. him to call me when you were getting ready to close. Yeah. Because when he took the hat off, he had one thing to say to me. And I'm going to use this analogy for AB. Okay. There is a reason why I'm a barber. There is a reason why you're the customer. Basically, what I'm saying is your attorney is an attorney for a reason. He sounded like a guy who needed an attorney, period. I mean, listen, listen, even if you wanted to go get a public defender. That's better than that. And and they might not even show up. They might send send an assistant or something. (laughs) Nigga, anybody who's ever read a a legal book could do better than what he just did. Listen, listen, legal work for dummies is not always... The solution, you know, they have a book for everything, yeah. like putting together a kitchen table for, for dummies. dummies. Yeah, I'm not calling AB that. This is an intelligent black man. But, but what I'm saying is, there's not always an easy way out when you're facing something that serious. So basically, next time, do us all a favor, AB man. Go ahead and look. You have friends. That's what you said. That's what you said. You said they're sending you money. They could have sent you a look. I'm not here to challenge you. At the end of the day, ask them to send you representation because that was tragic, man. That was was probably, I would say right now, in the top five worst court case moments I've ever heard or able was to see. And I'm just sitting up here like... Listen, that was like him getting up and saying he beat Pacquiao. I mean, bro. You want cheese on that burger. You want cheese on that burger. It was it was from the fight to that statement. That was that that was what that clip we just played was. It was it was that. It was paramount. Oh man. Listen, man. Also in the news today, man, Swiss Beats was actually on his IG live and he was sitting down chopping it up. And he was going over the new season of verses that is, you know, upon us. Now, last week we talked about, you know, you got T.I. and the snowman. That's going to be great. Definitely, it's going to probably be like a battle of the kings of Atlanta. Yeah. No disrespect to Gucci, man, because he's definitely one of those as well. But mainstream. But like mainstream 
artist. That's going to be a great battle. Now, Swiss Beats kind of slipped, and he said he probably didn't mean to say it, but it's already in the atmosphere. Once you put it on social media, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. He basically alluded to the possibility of a Tribe Call Quest versus none other than, I'm sorry, Miss Jackson, a.k.a. Miss Rosa Parks. You better get to the back of the bus. The AT aliens themselves, outcast. Now, that would be an incredible versus, maybe for one reason. One reason being that those two groups represent I mean, a very dynamic sound of music. We're talking about Q-Tip and we're talking about Andre 3000. Legendary. Legendary. Like, these are legendary type, but, type acts, yeah. But yeah. on the other side. That could also go wrong. And we're going to say this again. You have to classify how these battles are being judged. Yeah. Because the time gap between Outcasts and A Tribe Called Quest. It's almost like the... It's, it's almost like the T.I. And Busta yeah. Rhyme yeah. situation all over again. Yeah. Like, if Versus was created to battle the newer breed... Versus, versus the legendary, then that's di- yeah, that's different. Like if they have like a versus legends, okay, we get it. But if you right. just from what we've seen, like I said, it's been pretty good generational. Like they've done a good job of matching acts that seem to be in the same time period. So you know this on paper, if we're talking about best rap groups, right, 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 then this is a good. It's, it's a good debate, but right, right, right. Yeah, that age gap. I, yeah, man. I'm, I'm. Listen, I don't know. I'm gonna be honest. I'm not gonna even let us spend too much time on this one, man. I'm, mm. I'm gonna say this. The idea sounds golden, but the actual audience and how they're gonna view this battle. Uh. It, I mean, Outcast is gonna win this battle. Let's be clear. Outcast is still influencing people right now. In a huge way. Huge way, yeah. That catalog is crazy. So let's just, you know, let's just kind of look back at how we're making these selections and how we're actually choosing these battles, man. Because it's like Swizzy is a genius. Timberland is a genius. But like you said last week, you know, Apple got involved. And I don't know how much creative control is really being, you know, leveled right now because it seems like, some of these verses are kind of getting, they're kind of getting like they're reaching, like they're like just going for the names. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, if that's what we're doing, listen, let's go ahead and put Michael Jackson versus Prince. Prince, yo, yeah. Um, <laughs> man, I got a coworker love Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash versus Elvis. Let's do. I mean, listen, that, that that's what we're doing. At least make sure the people that are in the verses are actually within the same, yeah, same time, time frame. period. So are we get some type of fair comparison. Right, right, Because, right. I mean, you, you can't you can't do Michael Jackson versus no. Chris Brown. No. <laughs> and and listen, I get it. I understand Michael Jackson's the king of pop. I understand Chris Brown is our, you know, pop right, legend right. right now. But right. you just can't compare it. Bro. I mean, so, man, listen, you're not going to put, and, and this is just being facetious, you're not going to put Diana Ross versus Megan Thee Stallion. Megan... <laughs> Nigga, I thought you were going to say Beyonce or something, or Rihanna, but... I'm just saying. Yeah, like, no, no, that, I, I feel that's how, just, that's how awkward it would be. Like, it would know, be beyond awkward. Yeah, it would be awkward. So, yeah, so, ladies and gentlemen, shouts out to the versus battle. We still will be tuned in. 
Definitely. We're definitely already picking Outcast to take away with a flawless victory like an episode of Street Fighter. <laughs> but uh, continuing with the uh, stories that we got. Before we do that, man, actually, we're going to take another commercial break. And when we get back, we're going to give you the weekly wrap up of some of the top stories also that happened this week. Once again, you already know you're tuned in to the one and only Unapologetic Review. Ladies and gentlemen, the unapologetic review. We are back in the building. Listen, we've talked about this probably on probably about three or four episodes because, this, you know, the story keeps evolving each week. Ladies and gentlemen, yes, we are talking about Nicole Young, a.k.a. used to be married to Beats by Dre. Shit, shit, shit. Now she's just trying to beat Dre. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, listen, man. Now, last week, I think we said that Nicole Young was actually saying that Dr. Dre was unfaithful. She was using that for grounds to try to speed up this one billy dollar divorce. I said it correctly. One billy, not one billion. We're going to call it one billy goat gruff. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, listen, this week. She has a new, you know, a new, a new tactic. This is how you can tell somebody has legal representation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good shot. Okay. All right, go ahead. Ladies and gentlemen, listen. This week she's saying she wants to reach out and is asking the help of any possible side chicks that Dr. Dre could have had <laughs> while they were married. <sighs> I've never heard this. Like, I don't know. Do you set up a GoFundMe? for women that have been with him while you were together? Or do you actually put a tweet out and say, we're hiring. I need you as a witness on the, t- well, you know, on the witness stand. Like, Do you I- have a call center? Is, 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 is there a support staff that maybe we can contact <laughs> to figure out? Because this is getting to a level of... I mean, man, listen, it's getting to a point where I don't know if the narrative has changed I mean, she still wants, you know, the coins. Yeah, we get that. You, you want the <laughs> coins, but man. I mean, but damn. Like, in high school, you was the man, homie. What the fuck happened to Nicole Young? Like, literally, you know, this. <laughs> I caught that late. I caught that late. You know what I mean? Like, listen, man. Like, literally, 
<laughs> every week, it seems that she has her legal staff. And I'm going to say this. We're only talking about the $1 billion that she's chasing. We're not talking about if she actually did pull off this divorce, how much is he going to have to pay her legal team? Because I got to say this right now. They're not working on and off the clock. I don't think their clock ever goes off because, uh, man, she's, she's. I'm boy. just glad Trump don't have them to go into this whole uh, <laughs> count uh, thing because, damn, it's like every other week they coming up with a new angle to. I mean, and listen, I never knew all these angles existed. Like That you can that, go out. I'll be like, your honor, she's purposely I mean, listen, asking people. Like, how, and as far as I know, right, right. apparently she must not be breaking the law. I mean, so, yeah, that's the crazy part. Because, like, can you, in, in the midst of an, you know, uh, 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 dis, uh, you know, a legal situation, yeah, can you go out and, and do these things? Because Listen, I've never seen it. And they say she's trying to get Alpha David. So that means she's serving subpoenas to people that, you know, basically, you know, hey, and have the, you seen The Chronic before? <laughs> <laughs> have you seen it? Man, she, you um, know. Have you got a piece of his sticky icky? <laughs> you got a piece? I mean, listen, man. I don't know where this story is going to end up at, but I will say this. The timing of it in 2020, nothing else could be expected less. This listen. is the year that anything is possible. We've seen it happen yeah. in yeah. and day out. So at yeah. the end of the day, like I said, we continue to maintain at the Unapologetic Review. We hope that they figure this out. We yeah. hope that they work it out. I mean, hell, if they could save the marriage, that would be even better and less expensive. Jeez, yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey. Not good. I mean, yeah. Like I said, you don't know where it's going, but we know she's willing to take it, though. Yeah. Listen, also in the news, man, Sending our thoughts and prayers to uh, King Von's family. Uh, the young rapper was shot and killed in Atlanta. Um, apparently, he got into a squabble with Quando Rondo, and um, it did not end well for the young man, and he did succumb to his injuries. Um, video surveillance showed, you know, a, a skirmish outside of a club. Mm -hmm. And, you know, unfortunately, he was one of the people shot. There were two people in critical condition. One was stable. And two passed. So at the end of the day, it's kind of like, you know, the one thing I think we draw from this story, you know, it, it's becoming too much the norm in the young generation too right normal, now. Man. Too where normal. we're losing these young children. That's the best way to put it. These are kids, man. These are not even young men that have entered into their next phase they haven't even fully evolved we just got a chance you know a chance to see a tip of the greatness that they had to offer and it's like it's becoming a reality that we see every day and it's it's getting the, to be the norm and to say that it's it's sad yeah you know one thing i will say and we talked about this the older generation you know when we lost tupac we lost biggie we lost Big L. Jam Master J. Jam Master J. We lost Big Pun. Big Pun. Yep. I was going to say that one. You know, back then it was like, uh, you know, these things hit us by surprise. Like, wow, I can't believe, you know, this person just died. Right now in the current climate of music and rap, it is out of control. It's... 
there is no explanation for this, man. Like it is getting to the point where you just kind of like experience the thought that you expect to hear another young man was gunned down way too soon. Every other week, it seems like on social media, there's some artist, some rapper that, you know, I've never got the fortunate ability to hear, but I can guarantee I've seen more RRP on posts than I have heard new rappers and music, man. It's, um, you know, like you said, old timers, when we lost, well, older timers, yeah, Biggie, Park, hell, Soldier Slim. Yeah, when you lost this people, it was it a was shock. huge. It was a shock. And listen, right? people down the hood every day, be we get it, we know, but those were huge losses. You compared that to now, man. I mean, we've had artists over the last two years. I can, I can argue that we know of yeah. is more than that, you know, essentially golden era. So it's like, I mean, man. listen, in the last five years, we have hands down witnessed more young black men on black men killings in the music industry Damn. than we witnessed probably through the golden the, era the, of hip hop. Of hip hop, man. And listen, you're talking about when music was about the crack epidemic. Man, The, man. the whole police brutality. And you know what I'm saying? Now... These young dudes, man, listen, I don't, you know, there's always been a question of, you know what I'm saying, are these young cats real? Are they really, you know, about it? Are they perpetrating fake? And listen, I don't know that question. I don't care to answer to. All I know is, for whatever reason, yeah, they are going out at a much quicker rate and, than and I can remember. Listen, man, they are they are doing what life is not intending for them. Life is not making these rules where you have to go out like this. Let's be clear. You know, the RIPs are starting to become the norm. RIP was not made to be a transitional term to use every single day. And it's getting to a point where the T-shirts are going to be sold out pretty soon from the manufacturers because there's not going to be any more shirts left to put these RIPs on. Uh-uh. And it's becoming the norm and it needs to end. So if you young cats can hear us out there, man, listen, we love the music. We love, you know, the excitement that the you energy, guys, yeah, the energy. Man. We love the, it, man. The but hell, listen. the entrepreneurship, the going out, taking it, nobody giving it to you, taking it on your own. We, psh, niggas love that. Yeah, Come I mean, on, listen, man. get the bag. That's the key. And that's what people want you to try to do in life. Don't give don't give them another reason to count you as a statistic and say, hey, look, man, you know, at the end of the day, this is something worth fighting for, worth dying for. Yeah. No, man. worth dying for goes to a broader term. Rapping is not worth it's dying not worth dying for. for. Your hood. You know, at the end hood, of the day. It's not worth dying for. Listen, man. somewhere, I hope somewhere down the road, these young men that are talented, man. I hope that whatever the differences are, they can find a way to understand that life is bigger than an argument. It yeah. is bigger than a street that you stay on. Mm-hmm. It is bigger than a war that you might be going through in a neighborhood. And Jay-Z said it best. You are arguing and killing each other in neighborhoods that you don't even own. That shit been there before you. 
it's been there before you and it's going to be be there there after you. But you down for that. So let's go ahead and let's try to find a common ground and understand, listen, we got to do better. Got to do better, bro. We can't point the finger at the police every single day and then not go back and take that lesson to our community. Yeah, exactly, man. Listen, listen, you, you don't have to, you don't have to. And, and I know for young men, pride is a huge thing. Yeah. And I, and I, hell men in general, pride is a big thing. You got to understand sometimes that, that moment of you walking away, that moment of you not acting, even if you're the, even if you're the instigator, that moment of you not going and starting that problem could be worth so much more on the back end. So, just, you know, think before you act, man. Yeah, man. Like, Always. Listen, thoughts and prayers to everybody that was affected by that situation. Yeah, man. And um, definitely sending our prayers to anybody that was affected by this before. It needs to stop. It needs to come to an end. And we need to come together and succeed together. There's enough money out here for everybody. Yeah, you can disagree, my nigga. Like, you ain't got to be friends with everybody, but... That that don't mean y'all gotta beef, y'all gotta argue, y'all gotta be enemies, y'all gotta hate each other. Who man, listen, y'all can be on the same block, get your bread. It's enough for everybody out here, man. Yeah, definitely at that point, you know, like I said, man, from the unapologetic review, I hope that, you know, one day we can kind of see these young cats make it to the prime and past the prime of their careers. Right now we got too many questions like he would have, he, he could have been yeah. great. Like we don't want to keep saying that. So listen, if you're listening to this at home, please, man, tell somebody that you love, you love them because life is short. Yeah. And at the end of the day, don't take anything for granted. Ladies and gentlemen, listen, another unfortunate uh, update that we had to give you this past weekend, we had the baby. His brother, unfortunately, committed suicide and the baby found out on live and it's like at the end of the day man you know we just talked about this life is short and it's not even something that you can put into words when you get that type of phone call at the end of the day the baby you know he just said he had spoken to his brother not too long ago and to get a call like that you can't even imagine you know, what he was feeling at that moment, but he's trying to make a positive out of a devastating situation. The baby is advocating for mental awareness right now. And he's basically saying that if someone is going through something and you think they might be going through it, but you can't even prove it, but you feel it, say something, check on them, see how they're doing. Call him and tell him, hey, look, whatever you're going through, if you just want to talk about it, I'm here. And I got to say, in his moment of grief and his moment of sympathy, for him to use it and make a positive out of it Mm -hmm. for other people is highly respectable. Yeah, of course. Yeah, You in in the limelight sometimes, um, you have to understand that Sometimes you are, your message is bigger than the action, your response. And, absolutely, you know, to have that, you know, that mindset of, and the grief, because I'm sure he could have been having those thoughts himself. Oh, man, no, absolutely. maybe something Definitely. my brother or my brother, and then you already know 
whenever something it hits you a certain way, he could be feeling like, man, you know, I wish I could have did more, could have did more. So, you know, yeah, of course, that presence of mind to then bring that up because at the end of the day, that is a condition, that situation that goes un, how can I say? It's, 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 it's not really a hot topic because some people who are really bothered by stuff are very normal and you would never be able to tell. Absolutely. It, it could be slightly off, so. Right, I mean, that, that, yeah. that, that's what he's saying. He's saying, like, yeah. you don't have to have a reason to check on somebody. You know, at the end of the day, whoever you love or you care about, man, listen, pick up the phone right now. Even if you're listening to us right now, pick up the phone. Say, hey, how are you doing? How are you feeling today? Haven't heard from you in a while. Because mental health issues are real. Mm-hmm. And you never know what that person is actually feeling or going through at that moment. They might even look at you and, and look normal. There are people that deal with these issues that know how to function very well in public. Exactly. And you never know. I mean, a good example, Robin Williams. You're talking about one of the most iconic comedians of all time. And when he did this to himself, it caught everybody by storm. Yes, that was a huge, like... That um, what's that tattoo? Cry now, and then you have uh, laugh cry now. later. They have one clown side and one clown happy. He was, his death was like the personification of that. So yeah, yeah. of course, you know, yeah. you never know what's going on in somebody's brain, man. Yeah, Ever. man. I mean, at the Ever. end of the day, it's it's one of those things. Like I say, man, right now, if you have an opportunity, and you are worried about somebody, whether then think about it in your mind. And whether than let that moment pass, not knowing that you might get a not get another moment. Exactly. Make that call or pop up and say, hey, look, man, not here to stay or give you a hard time. I just want to know if you're okay. Yep. It doesn't cost you anything, but it costs everything to sit there and say, I wish I could have, mm-hmm. but I can't. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, listen, it has been another phenomenal show. Ladies and gentlemen, Once again, this is the Unapologetic Review. Today, we're going to leave you with an ending thought. This week has been historic on a lot of levels. Black Caesar, we've witnessed America at its highest and lowest in four years. Yeah. And it looks like right now we might be headed back to our highest. Now. Ladies and gentlemen, for those of you at home, I want to leave you with this thought. No matter what color you are, no matter where you're from, if you live in the United States, you are as important as anybody else. If you are not in the United States, you are as important as anybody else. This world was created for us not by us. We do not have power over the land. We have power over our emotions and we have power over how we use those emotions. So at the end of the day, what I'm saying to you is this. Today, go outside, look at the person next to you and realize they're just as important as you are and realize that in this country, You have the opportunity to be anything you want to be. You can be a doctor. You can be a lawyer. You can be a rapper. You can be a school teacher. 
You can be a police officer. You can be anything you want. But never let anybody tell you because of your Democratic or Republican association that you cannot be what you want to be. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another great episode. Black Caesar, what do you think about today, man? What do you think about, you know, how this show went today, man? Man, it felt, I'm going to use a, a term of the late, great Agent 45. <laughs> it's been historic, man. I felt like we, we had, <laughs> I, I felt like we had a lot of, um, you know what I'm saying? A lot of meat was on the bone because this has been an historic week. It's been a big week. <laughs> this has been the bestest. The bestest. <laughs> no one has done more. Anyways, um, whole point is, man, you know, this has been a great week, historic week. You know, hopefully, like I said, things are getting better. So the show reflected that, man, a lot of uh, positive energy today. So that's good. Yeah, man. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, once again, you already know. Stay tuned in. We got a special surprise for you on the next episode. It is definitely going down the unapologetic review. And just like that, we're out.